1: we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go.
0: Hey, friends. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your co-host, Leaning We're thrilled you're here today and can't wait for today's talk about getting back to the basics of sharing the gospel. Today's podcast is one of those episodes that will take fear right out of the opportunity you have to lead little ones to Jesus. It really is simple. You'll want to access today's show notes for the resources that Corey and I talk about today. And we're thrilled to say you can find them on our website at BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. By the way, did you have a chance to check out the article on our blog? This featured blog is all about discipling your kids in a fun and engaging way. And it has some fantastic tips that you're going to find so helpful. Be sure to check that out and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and the blog so you aren't missing any of this faith-building content. Now, let's jump right in with Corey. Well, Corey Pennypacker, welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. Thanks, Lee. It's great to be here with you in 2022. Awesome. It is such a good year. And this topic that we're talking about today is one of those that people are going to want to listen to over and over again want to get really comfortable with. And I love that we are tackling this right at the beginning of the year, which is sharing the gospel with kids and how to do that, how to get comfortable doing that. Corey, it's just so important, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's it's way, it's with the whole reason that we we want to get them in the Bible is so that they can have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So teaching them how to do that can be intimidating, but we want to make it easy and simple and and just natural for people to be able to do this with kids in their lives. And I do have something to tell you before we even start, a God story before we even start. In one of our programs, there was a little boy who was the first day. I mean, we didn't even start any of the, the teaching or anything. It was the first day of the program, period. And it was in this fall. And He just was raising his hand, raising his hand, and we're, you know, trying to talk about, you know, creation. God created the world, you know, (laughs) starting with the beginning. And he just, he, I I wanna, I wanna pray the prayer. I wanna pray the prayer. And we're like, you know, of course, the leader was like, just, just wait a minute, you know, just we weren't quite ready for that. (laughs) And isn't that sometimes the way? We're not quite ready when kids are doing stuff. Anyway, he kept his hand up and kept his hand up, and they pulled him aside and. There must have been people who in his life who have laid the seeds and taught him about Jesus. And so he was ready that particular day to pray, to accept Jesus into his life. And we we had a leader lead him the first day and was kind of surprised. So know that kids do that. And uh, sometimes they're ready before you even know it.
0: Well, that's the good stuff right there, friend. That's the stuff that we're showing up for. And sometimes it is that easy that the Lord has just brought them to that moment. But other times it feels a little tricky to tell children about the gospel specifically. Right. So why is that hard?
1: It can feel very hard because, you know, we're afraid they're they're not going to understand. We're afraid, you know, well, maybe they don't even want to know this. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, it's something that doesn't even interest them and I might bore them, you know. Or maybe we're we're just trying to lead them in and they're not really wanting to to believe, but they're just trying to please us. So we just we we don't want them to go through the motions. We want them to really have this experience. We want to really have, have face. So we're we kind of are timid and shy about it, but yet kids, you know, they can make this decision at any age, right Lee? No, absolutely. And what we're looking for really is just
0: age appropriate decisions. And that's going to look different when they're four or five years old than it does when they're seven or eight or teenagers or adults.
1: And we're just trying
0: for it to be age appropriate, right?
1: Right. And we know that kids connect, different kids connect to different things at different times. So it doesn't hurt to have that avenue open in your conversation so that they know that you are a safe place to talk about this, a safe place to talk about heaven or about death or about you know, what happens to you after death. They always want to know that. And just so that you, ha- and you have some answers or at least are a place to help them process the answers, process the questions.
0: I think that's so good because a lot of times kids, sin is eating them alive too. They know that they're doing wrong stuff and they're already feeling convicted about that too. And so this is the satisfaction of that. This is, this is what God has given us for all of those feelings and all of those questions. And sometimes it's just a matter of beginning. So, Corey, how do we begin this particular spiritual conversation about salvation with kids?
1: Well, I always like to address the elephant in the room. One of the things our culture just pounds at us is that you got to be good enough. You got to be good enough. You got to, you know, you got to earn, you got to earn love. You got to be good to get to heaven. And I actually talked to the kids about that. I said, well, you know, a lot of people say this that you got to be good enough to get to heaven, but man, I can't be good enough. When Jesus came to this earth, you know, God's son to save us and to pay the penalty for our sins, like he came to be perfect. We can't be perfect. I mean, can you be perfect? I mean, do you make do bad things? I mean, I do them over and over again, don't you? And just kind of put yourself on their level, you know, that, and yeah, I have trouble having doing the right thing all the time. I mean, Paul talks about that all the time. I, I want to do good things. And I, I do. I don't, you know, I don't know why that is, but we talk about that Jesus came so that he can forgive you from your sins, your past, present, and future ones. So he, he kind of takes care of that whole thing. So the elephant in the room is gone, you know, there's, you know, Jesus came so that we can believe in him, even though we're imperfect. Mm, I love that. So I think it's really important for us to
0: clarify at the beginning what salvation is.
1: Do you want to do that for us real quick, Corey? Right. Well, salvation is entirely a work of God, you know, based on the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. He needs no help or from any man. I mean, God shows him for his glory, and according to his will, he he generates the heart and gives the Holy Spirit to us and allows us to have faith in him. And once we have the Holy Spirit in us, we can produce fruit. So salvation is totally and completely from God. It is not this magic words or magic wand or whatever that it is a true belief that, that God is you know, Jesus is our savior and we believe that and we place our trust in him. Mm, I love that. So this ultimately
0: has very little to do with the words that we're praying. It has everything to do with what Jesus has already done for us. And I think that's important to keep in mind as we like move into the method of reaching a child's heart and the way that we're doing this, we understand like this whole thing does not depend on our ability to perform in this moment. It depends on what God has already done through Jesus and that he's busy drawing hearts to himself.
1: Yeah. And just for the adults out there, for the grandparents, the parents, um, Sunday school teachers, preparing our hearts to be ready for this. Because I told you that in the beginning, I told you that one little boy was all ready to do it. And we were like, wait a minute. We're not ready for you yet. Just being being ready for them to accept Christ. They can surprise you when you open up this these questions. But what we do, you're asking about methodology, it's really it's a conversation, but we try to keep it to three points. And we use something called at Bible to school called the CBAs. Easy to remember. C stands for confess. And that is everybody needs to confess. Everybody does wrong things. Everybody makes bad choices. And so we want to confess that we make bad choices and we we need forgiveness. And the B stands for believe, that believe that Jesus died for the forgiveness of our sins, so to pay the price of our sins um, so that we could get to heaven. And then the last one is A for ask. Ask God to forgive our sins and ask him to be part of our lives forever. A lot of kids say, you know, people say, put, you know, Jesus in your heart. They say all different things. We tend to use, um, ask Jesus to be part of your life forever because kids think that actually Jesus is small and he needs to fit inside of your heart <laughs> sometimes. So that gets confused. Some of the depends on the age appropriateness that you talked about. So yeah, confess, believe, and ask. And that's how you pray it. And then I would definitely use John three sixteen: So for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And The kids, you can open the Bible and talk through that verse with them. They will understand it. They will get the concept of it. And it's something that is an easy prayer. How I approach it, Lee, is I say, this is a way that you can get to heaven, that you can have a relationship with God if you want to. And here's how you do it if you want to. And I leave the door open. You don't have to do it now. You could do it at a later time. It's your choice. You know, I want you to pray about it. And you walk through these CBAs, you know, saying confess, believe, and ask, and you explain them and you say, this is the prayer that you would pray. And it's funny, but you just say, would you like to pray that today? Is that something you would want to do? And if they say yes, you know, have them pray it. Or if they say, yes, I don't know how to do this. And a lot of people don't know how to do this, you know, model it for them. You're not, you know, coercing them. You're not anything. You can say, well, you can repeat after me. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. You can say, you know, Jesus, I want to acknowledge you today. I want to say that I want to confess my sins and I want to ask your forgiveness. I want to believe, I believe, Lord, that you died for my sins and the forgiveness of sins. And Lord, I ask you to forgive me and to be a part of my life forever. Amen.
0: I actually really love that, Corey. I even like that we're not saying, will you come into my heart? I love the clarity of, will you be a part of my life forever? I just think that's so clear and biblical. In age-appropriate ways, they're not understanding lordship necessarily. Like when I led my kids to the Lord, I'd say, I want you to be my boss forever. And the truth is, is none of us really want them you know, to be bossed forever, but we start to understand This is someone that I want to be a part of my life forever.
1: Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to school kids. Will you pray with me? Sometimes I say bad words. What could be more impactful than praying with a child and teaching them what a humble confession looks and sounds like? Sin happens when we make bad choices, like saying bad words. You can guide a child with a simple prayer of confession of faith that we use at Bible to School. We even use a visual cutout paper cross to do it. It's called a CBA cross, and it includes a child-friendly prayer that can be helpful when a child is ready to make a confession of faith as well. It reads, Dear God, I'm sorry for my sins. I believe Jesus died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. I wanna follow you. Please forgive me and be part of my life forever. Because this CBA cross is so impactful, we're making it available for you to share with the children in your life. So go ahead and pray with them and use the CBA cross. And you know what, Lee, the other thing is that they're looking for this and they don't even know it. Just like adults, they're looking for it, they don't even know it. And they're experiencing the world just as adults are on their age-appropriate level, but they're experiencing, hey, you got to be good enough. You got to be good enough. You got to be good enough. And the gospel is opposite that, totally opposite. It's surrendering that you're not good enough and that Jesus was, and I want him to be my Lord and Savior. So it's flipping that around in a conversation, just naturally. It's not a, I need you to sit down and listen to this. It's just, hey, what do you think about heaven? And what do you think about those things? And then interjecting biblical truth in that way, in that simple way with the CBAs. So I think that's really good. And Corey,
0: there's a temptation as an adult to want to say the right things. And you just feel like you can't remember in that moment or maybe a choke. And I just have to tell you, I have my Bible right here. This has been true for the last three or four Bibles I've owned. I recycle them. But I put the scriptures that I need to lead people to Christ right in the back cover of my Bible. They're right there for everybody. See, you can see them right now, too. Yeah. And I just copy them in there each time because I don't want to choke in that moment, you know, when I'm like, oh, yeah, what do I, uh, is that Romans? What, uh, you know, and we're making this really easy. And so I just encourage, you know, it is okay to say, Lord, help me remember, help me be creative while I'm telling them, but make it really, really simple.
1: Yeah. I have a couple God stories about that. One that I had is it was an adult that I actually led to Christ, but she didn't know much about Jesus, but she was, she was on her deathbed and God told me I'm supposed to go into the hospital and talk to her, even though I didn't know her all that well. And I said, well, you know, it's time and you know, it's time to, to believe, don't you? And she said, I want to go to heaven. I said, well, then you need to pray. Like, Just like i did with the children i said that kind of prepared me well if you want to lead adults to to christ you can do it this way as well and i said you know you just need to believe in jesus christ and she just started yelling in the hospital i believe i believe while i was praying because she didn't know how to pray and i can still remember that thinking well wait a minute i didn't tell her all the theology behind this i didn't tell her this i didn't tell her that but the Holy Spirit works. It's not necessarily what we tell them. It's how the Holy Spirit interacts with them. It's not on us to save them. It's on the Holy Spirit. And we just got to obey and have our heart ready for that. So I just thought that was a very inter- that was the most interesting one I've ever, I've ever had experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. But then I, I, the other one, Lee, is it happened at Easter and I had a group of, of five little girls, and we had been watching a Jesus film. And we saw the first part of it, because we do, at Bible to School, we do it during their lunch and their recess once a week. And so we only had 20 minutes of the, of the, the movie. And the question and answers the, at the end, we just said, hey, do you have any, have any questions about this? And the one little girl raised her hand and she said, what was Jesus doing with that girl that was sleeping? And I said, honey, she wasn't sleeping. She was dead. And Jesus raised her to life. And her eyes got big. And I said, it gets even better than that. In in a couple weeks here with this movie, we're going to see where Jesus raised himself to life just so you and I could go to heaven with him someday. And I explained. And she said, well, how how do you do that? And I mean, these little girls, there was chaos going all around on us, you know, in a room full of kids. But these girls were riveted and looking at me. And I, I, I said, well, you know, Jesus died for our sins. We can't be good enough to get to heaven. So, you know, we confess our sins to him and ask his, forg- and we ask his forgiveness. We believe that he is our savior. And we ask that he can be part of our lives forever. And they said, we want to do that. And in the middle of a week, in the middle of a school day, around the table, five little girls bowed their head and prayed this prayer and became Christians that day, became believers that day. And again, you just never know when they're going to do that. So, so CBAs is a very simple way to communicate this, communicate the salvation message.
0: I love that. And isn't it such a privilege to be able to share the gospel with children? We were talking earlier that, it doesn't always happen that they say, yes, I'm ready that day. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite memories is when one of my daughter's friends said, I have never heard this before. I'm going to need some time to think about this. And that's good Ugh. stuff too, right? Corey is like, "Oh yeah, we're just the next seed planted. And praise God, she needs some time to think about this because she's taking it seriously.
1: Yeah, we want them to take it seriously. We don't want to ever say, okay, everybody bow your heads and pray this prayer. We, d- we don't want to do that. We want to say, here's the prayer. When you're ready, this is how you do it. And, and let me know if you need help. That's all they need. That's all that we can do. And uh, the Holy Spirit definitely takes over. And we see it over and over and over again at Bible to School. And also for me personally, Lee, I only heard really heard the gospel when I was in fourth grade at a, at a Bible camp. It was a seed that was planted. I didn't become a Christian. I didn't say this prayer until I was 24 years old. So the seeds were planted all along the way. And I think it's an honor to be able to plant those seeds. And the pressure's off of uh, the parent, the grandparent, the Sunday school teacher. You just got to plant a seed or, or when God tells you to uh, plant the seed and start the conversation, ask the question and tell them how it's done. This is how you have a relationship, you know, when you're ready. And that that's about all you have to do.
0: You know, it's so great, Corey. And this is what being your friend gets me is a front row view that you really have a heart for evangelism. That kids would be told how to ask Jesus to be their savior. I mean, really, at the end of the day, I think that's why you're doing what you're doing right now. But a lot of us are like not naturally inclined to have these kinds of questions. And what I appreciate about today's conversation is that this does not have to feel natural. We just have to pray and ask God to help us take these steps, and it really isn't that difficult to share the gospel with a child.
1: No, it's not. In fact, you know, we want everyone to know how to do this. We, whether you're part of Bible to School or not, you know, we we want you to have the CBAs that I just talked about in the prayer. So we're gonna have that resource on our website for you to use. And we actually have a CBA cross and it has, uh, you actually fold it up into a little square and it has, and you unfold the square as you talk about each part of the CBAs. And it even has a John 316 involved with it as well. So it's a nice tool that you can use with your children, grandchildren, or your Sunday school class. And, you know, we want to, not just for Bible school uh, teachers or anything, we're, we're letting everybody have it. So it's a free resource on our on our website. So we're gonna put a the link in our show notes on that. And we hope everybody uses it. You can even use it, like I said, for adults if you want to, but get comfortable with this confess, believe, and ask. And you'll have it in your back pocket for when that little boy comes into class the first day raising his hand saying, I wanna believe, I wanna, I wanna pray the prayer, I want to pray the prayer.
0: <laughs> you'll be ready. I love that. Well, Corey, I'm sure that we have a lot of friends that are listening today who are. Ready to go share the gospel. So, Corey, as we wrap up today, would you pray for our friends that are listening that are going to be responsible for carrying the best news mm. to the kids in their lives? I would love to.
1: Father God, Lord, thank you for the opportunity, the the privilege to be able to share how to share the good news with these parents and grandparents and, and aunts and uncles and but everything in between that have a circle of influence of children that you put in their lives, these children you put in their lives, and and they have the good news. And just help them, Lord, not to be afraid, not to be uh, timid about talking to them about you, about your good news. And Father, I just ask that you give them the words when they need it. Uh, they help them to know when to say things and when not to. And I, I pray that they can use this resource if it, if it be helpful to them, Father. I pray that uh, they plant seeds, and I pray that each child would hear your gospel and would respond in the way you want them to. Lord, that they, the children, let the little children come to me, and have childlike faith and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. In your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Corey. Thank you, Lee.
0: What a great and easy way to share the gospel, friends. We are praying for you. And bless you and praise God for your heart for sharing the gospel with the kids in your life. We want to walk alongside you so you feel equipped to share the truth of God with confidence and with ease. We have so many resources on our website at bibletoschool.com. But we are also inviting you to join us in an ongoing conversation on social media. We're Bible, the number two, school, And it's at Corey Pennypacker and at Ean Heist. Tag us in the comments so we can cheer you on as you share truth with creativity. And hey, if you're feeling that tug to reach out to public school children in your neighborhood, maybe it's time for you to start a Bible to school group. The pressure's off because we help you build a team, give you the curriculum and resources you need to build a strong group reach out to us on the website at bible2school BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. We're so excited to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining us today, friends. We'll be back next week when Corey talks with our friend and Bible to School teacher, Leslie McCarthy. It's gonna be great. Until then, friends, remember, you can tell the children about the
1: good news about Jesus.